Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Thanks for clicking on today's podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about something I posted this week. Um, I posted about a timeline or a expectation, uh, some sort of goal that we have in mind in regards to our weight loss journey. That's probably the biggest thing on my journey that I would say helped or would help uh, the beginning me is to understand that anything that I had planned on initially didn't happen. I had initially planned on losing a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time. I had expectations on how long it would take and how it would go. And none of the things that I had planned on happening happened. And so it really leads me to thinking about before all the failed diet attempts. And trust me, there was many over the years. I mean, 32 years is when I started this journey here. So 32 years of failed diet attempts. I I have a little bit of a experience of having an expectation, having it not be met, me turning around 360 and uh, not really uh, staying consistent. And uh, I remember, in fact, HCG, the one I've talked about before, it was a drop-based weight loss program, which really probably the drops didn't do anything. It was the 500 calories that you're having a day. Uh, my body was losing so many calories and was in such a, a deficit that I was losing a massive amount of weight. And then at some point I hit a stall or I kind of hit a plateau. And it was at that point where I was like, well, I've lost 60 pounds in 30 days, so I'm just going to harp on, you know, the 60 pounds and and take it from there. Hey, I've lost 60 pounds, but I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like it's more, there's more of an explanation on how the weight came back, but it's almost like I deprived my mind, deprived my body so much that my mind stored in itself in some sort of compartment that I'm not aware of, kind of its angst or animosity towards me. And so when I stepped off the diet, it was kind of getting me back for doing what I did to it. And I think that has a lot to do with hormones. Uh, It has a lot to do with the mental kind of taxation that we do on these extreme diets that again and again, I had an expectation. I hit a point where I didn't reach a goal or reach a expected timeline that I was supposed to get. And I ended up stepping off. And I actually had somebody yesterday comment on the post in regards to a timeline. They have a two-year timeline and, you know, that's their particular journey. I respect if they have their own particular journey and they're doing their own thing. But in reality, if that two-year timeline isn't met, what happens from there? Do you move the needle? And is that initial discouragement from not meeting that two-year goal going to be met with a binge episode? Or is it going to be met with disappointment in yourself that you're not going to be able to reach the goals that you set before you? I mean, you've got to set yourself up for success, especially on this journey. There's nothing but things that will deter you and move you away from being successful. So you got to set yourself up for success. So while I understand, you know, having a timeline is good, I want to lose this much in this amount of time, you've got to be ready and willing to throw that out. And you've got to be ready to <laughs> disregard it. Because um, one story that kind of, oh man, it, it, it bugs me still today because I still couldn't, uh, I still today wish I could have experienced what I could during that time, but um, about uh, six months, I'd say six months into my journey, I had a very extreme attack of gout, and I've talked about gout on this podcast before, but I was actually in um, Charleston, South Carolina, and Charleston is one of my favorite spots to go to. The, the fact that there's an extended beach area where you can just walk for maybe a football's length before even getting to the water, 
beautiful. I remember one year actually going to see July 4th fireworks because I lived in Georgia. Uh, I went to go see fireworks uh, along the beach. I was sitting on the beach and it was uh, fireworks on the uh, the pier and it was gorgeous and I loved it. I mean, everything about Charleston I absolutely love and I love going to South Carolina, Savannah, that, that whole area I, I just love going to and I had the accessibility to do that because I lived in Georgia. But um, it was it was a nice place to go. And so I went, and I was actually visiting my dad. I was visiting family. It was a good time. In fact, I've got a picture on the beach where I'm into clothes that I hadn't been been able to fit into, you know, since starting my journey. So it was an exciting time. But I remember getting an attack of gout, and the gout changed the trip. It completely changed the trip to where anything that I had planned on, I wasn't able to do uh, anything that I wanted to do. I couldn't do. I was just simply screaming in a pillow, grimacing in pain because of gout. Uh, I remember going to the hospital uh, around that time, and it wasn't the sense of like the hospital where they're admitting me, but you know, I, I don't have medicine, so they need to give me an anti-inflammatory, a steroid, and a pain pill, and I need to go to the ER every single time. There's no ongoing prescription that I have. So, you know, here I am expecting to have a, a trip, you know, to South Carolina enjoy the area. Um, I'm a big travel junkie. I love going and seeing new places. And then everything abruptly changed. And anything that I had planned on didn't happen because of the gout. And the amount of disappointment that I still even carry today that that trip was ruined because of gout, it's a disappointment. So your journey, your weight loss journey is going to come down to can you push past the disappointments, enough of the disappointments to be successful. Because you think about anybody that starts their journey, they're going to have a particular goal in mind. They're going to see initial success. Any diet that you go on, any diet, any diet that you go on, you're going to see initial success. That first 10, 15 pounds, you're going to do great uh, because it's something new. You're, you're depriving your body of calories. You're obviously maybe on an extreme diet or something, um, some sort of restriction. So you're going to see initial success. But that elongation of success, the sustainable success, the success that lasts long-term, that's kind of where the rubber meets the road uh, and where this journey is truly either successful or it's just kind of another another one of those cycle diets where you go through the cycle of, I want to lose weight, I'm going to start this diet, I'm going to go on it for a portion and then I'm going to step off and then I'm going to start a new cycle again, say in three, six, nine months, however long it takes. And that cycle period um, is prevented by setting yourself up for success and preventing the disappointments. Um, you know, recently I put on a stories or on a stories on Instagram about you know getting an old shirt, um, something that used to fit you or that doesn't fit you anymore because you you've lost some weight, or keeping a beginning shirt and then keeping shirts with you along the way that'll help encourage you along the, the journey. And the reason for it is that you want to provide yourself with as many encouraging steps along the way. As many things that you can do to encourage yourself during tough times, it's it's going to be important. I, I haven't gone into you know, shopping, and that's a big thing for me. You know, when we talk about food addiction, that that's something that I dealt with heavily and something I had to work through. Well, there's something known as transfer of addiction, and transfer addiction for me came to shopping. I, I all of a sudden found myself with more clothes than I needed more shoes than I needed, more, just more than I needed. And the transfer of addiction went to shopping. So me, myself, I gratified my journey steps, gratified the milestones, gratified good things by going shopping. And it's not to say that that's a bad thing, but at the level that I was doing it, it was pretty bad. Pretty bad in regards to I don't have any more room and pretty bad financially. So it just wasn't a smart way to go for me. But I constantly was like, well, I lost 10 pounds, so I'm going to get new shoes. I lost this, I'm going to get a new shirt. And it just, 
the the amount of clothes that I have donated after just you got to think I started at 7XL and I'm sitting at a large now between 7XL and a large that's a whole lot of clothes so I bought a whole bunch of 4X a whole bunch of 3X a whole bunch of 2X everything all the way down to a large and I can't wear that stuff anymore so it just got donated so it's a little um a little of a gut punch it's a gut punch but it's exciting it's like wow I've lost weight I've been able to get to a smaller size I haven't been this size before but then it's a gut punch of wow I just spent $300 on all these clothes and none of them fit so setting yourself up for success um is important and so Writing down journaling is probably going to be a good thing for yourself and your journey. I know shopping, it's something that I enjoy. Some of us enjoy things that maybe uh, other people don't enjoy. You've got to find something or find things that are going to keep you encouraged along the way. One of them is, you know, finding milestones, uh, writing them down, but keeping them small. You know, I had 320 pounds uh, to lose. I'm not writing 320 pounds in a journal and just not being happy until I get there. I'm going to write smaller goals. I'm going to write smaller things. You know, by the end of this month, I want to read 10 pages of a book. I want to lose five pounds and I want to pick up this daily habit. Something small, you put in a journal, you write about it and you work towards it. And at the end of the month, when you get to that end point, you take a kind of an assessment of where you're at. Okay, I lost six pounds. That's great. I didn't read a book and I didn't really incorporate a habit. You take your wins and then you don't take losses. You take those things that you didn't do and use them as lessons. Okay, what got in the way? And you write that down. And so a lot of the journey of being successful is just simply, (laughs) how do I, over, and I know this isn't a word, so please don't message me about my lack of vocabulary, but um, you've got to mathetize yourself, meaning, or documentize yourself, if that makes it, I hope that makes sense. Hopefully this comes across okay in the sense that you've got to write down what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what are your wins, what are your lessons, what are, what is your current state of the journey? And by you doing that, you can start figuring out, you know, what are your common setbacks or what are the things preventing you from getting from your goal? Say if you did have that expectation of five pounds, 10 pages, and picking up a new habit, you lose six pounds. That's great. What did I do this month to lose six pounds? Okay, you know, I did this, I did this, I got rid of this. You can jot that down. You can use that for experience. Then you go into, okay, why didn't I, wasn't I able to read 10 pages? It could be a time issue. Um, it could be you didn't find something interesting. Um, things came up. Writing that stuff down. So that way you can strategize how to do it the next month. A lot of my journey that I'm sharing, the reason I'm here today, really making a podcast and sharing on Instagram and doing all that, is it's been a lot of what's worked, what hasn't, let me learn from it and move on. And so a lot of my posts are less about my personal life, but more of a inspiration, motivation, utilizing my personal life. I like, I I know a lot of social media influencers that are online, that they have a journey of transformation before and after, but it's more or less a documentation of who they are as a person and and how they're progressing as a person and changes and ups and downs, which is good, is fine. But the journey itself is less spoken about versus them speaking about their personal life and everything uh, else in between. Me, myself, I've shared personal items and personal things as far as my life, but I've always been passionate about using it as a position point to inspire and motivate and help. And so part of that and part of me having the ability to find stuff like that is living through the wins, 
not the losses, the lessons, um, the trials, the errors, the ups and downs, going through all those things, documenting them, finding out what I want, you know, what I learned from it, and then utilizing those now to share what I'm sharing on social media. And so you have to go through those things in order to speak from them. And so when I speak from a position point of stalls, plateaus, um, you know, set yourself up for uh, success, throw out expectations and timelines. I speak from a, a position of, I experienced this, this is what helped me, and this is what I'm sharing now. And so learn from yourself, um, documentize yourself, mathematize yourself. Every single day, if it doesn't drive you nuts and it, it helps you with your success, write down your weight and how it fluctuates every single day. Put it in an Excel spreadsheet. By doing that, you can notice trends. Uh, I remember, and, and hopefully he's listening, but we were, talking on a coaching call and he was looking at the past three or four days of his weight going either stagnant or maybe up a pound. But we looked at the broad picture of things of over a week and over a two week time period, what does your weight look like? And he had dropped the amount of weight in a two week time period uh, as he did in the prior two week time period. Meaning yes, the past three or four days weren't as successful, but he's still losing what he wanted to lose the two weeks prior to that. And that was simply because he mathematized his journey. He put in an Excel spreadsheet every single thing, every single day, the weight that he had lost and his journey along the way. And he was able to look back on that document and say, you know what? I might not be doing good the past three or four days, but I'm successful over these past two weeks because what I was excited about four weeks ago in losing this amount of weight, I'm losing that still, but it doesn't look like that in the past three or four days. So over educating yourself, over informing yourself of your ups and downs is going to really, really position you for success. It's going to put you in a position where you're learning from yourself. You're learning how to navigate and it's not going to happen through a couple, you know, journals, a couple documentation moments. Uh, you know, I completed this 30 day journal and now I'm a whole new person. I am still going through things today, five years later that I'm learning from and I'm positioning myself from. I'm not frustrated that it's taking this long. It's a part of the journey and I accept that. Uh, weeks ago, I put up something about pop locking. I was pop locking in a story and uh, I was kind of welcoming myself into the workout of the day by pop locking. And I, I took a moment, I thought for a second, why am I pop locking? Oh, I pop locked in middle school because I wanted to deflect away from my weights and what people were seeing me or how people were looking at me. I wanted people to look away from my weights and look at what I could do. And so it was a deflection. I learned that you know, weeks ago, a couple months ago in my journey. And so I'm constantly in that position. So if you and your journey want to be successful, throw out a timeline, throw out expectation of where you're going to go. Yes, have goals. Yes, set yourself up by writing stuff down, but also be very open and be very flexible with learning from your wins and also your lessons. Learning from those things so that you can position yourself for future success. Um, this journey, I'm, I'm constantly learning. To be honest with you, uh, I'm learning how to share on social media in a way that is uh, transparent, but also uh, like informative, like this whole fitness influencer, like People Magazine did an article and said how, you know, this guy went from 534 pounds to a fitness influencer. Like, I felt like that came with baggage. I felt like that came with, oh, I've got to meet an expectation as far as what I'm going to provide, how I'm going to share, you know, what I'm going to do. It, it provided this like unneeded stress that I didn't want to where I just want to be someone that shared my prior experience, what I've gone through, and hopefully it helps somebody. But, you know, 
I've really got to change and that's what I'm currently going through is I'm going through the change of accepting that I'm able to be a voice of positive change in someone's life. You know, when I stepped away from Instagram, I stepped away for good and I thought it was for good. And I came back because I came to, (laughs) I came to a couple of strong, encouraging voices that this is what I need to do and this is what I was born to do. But, you know, I had to come to terms with myself, with with everything, and, and really accept that this is something that um, maybe I was born to do. Maybe I was, you know, put here to try to help inspire and motivate and, and try to relay over my prior experience on my journey to possibly help someone get through theirs. And so if that is my calling, if that is what I am meant to do, then... I'm going to embrace that. And so, you know, like a recent conversation I had with uh, an athletic fitness app, they called and, you know, they had reached out to me and they were talking to me about being an athlete for their platform. And the entire initial conversation, I probably sold myself short so much. It was like if I was on an episode of The Prophet with Marcus Lemonis about selling your brand and selling who you are, I probably did the worst that anybody has ever done because I am speaking from a position of 534 pounds of, you You guys realize that, you know, I'm, I was 534. Yes, I've lost weight, but I'm, I'm not an athlete. Like I'm, I'm just an obese guy that, you know, understood a couple things and, and made a couple progressive steps. And here I am today. And I just sold myself completely short. The company still wanted to work with me, but it, it's, it, the the body dysmorphia side of things is still there in the sense that, you know, hey, you're a fitness influencer. Uh, no, I'm just sharing my journey and hopefully it helps. Yeah, you're influencing. Like you're, you're in, and so that's where the trial, error, learning, pro- progression, process, all that is happening now because I, I have to accept that maybe I have a position in this space of influencing for the better and it not be a negative thing. Because you initially hear uh, I'm an influencer. I don't know, there's a negative connotation that comes with it. So I'm uh, vividly trying to avoid that, but I'm slowly coming to the understanding and still trying to process the fact that maybe my journey has something that it could possibly offer to somebody to help get them out of where I was and position them for success in the future. And so I'm still processing that. I'm still going through the motions of talking to this fitness app and and doing everything that they're asking and and positioning myself for. But I I, got to be honest, you can't prepare yourself when you start and even in the middle of your journey for what the end is going to look like. And I'm not at the end in the sense that I'm done, but I'm at my goal weight. So you know, now that I'm here, what's next? You can't plan on what's going to happen next. You, you just, there's no timeline. There's no expectations. That, like if I knew that I was going to be in the position that I was now, I probably would have done a lot of different things along the way um, to position myself better. But I, I had no idea. So I'm winging it. A lot of what you see <laughs> in this full transparency, a lot of what you see is winging it. Go to the I think it's week five or week six of this podcast. And it's me interviewing a friend of mine, Chris Chavez, about the Whole30. The first 10 seconds of that podcast is me asking if he's in the actual recording and I'm doing a countdown on when I'm going to start the recording. Any professional fitness influencer platform, whatever, it's probably going to be a little bit more polished than that. Me, myself, hey, I'm over 500 pounder, just kind of winging it here in this fitness space. And so... 
uh, here you go. And uh, here it is. And so there's going to be a whole bunch of that. There's going to be a whole bunch of imperfections and stuff like that. But that's part of my journey because I don't understand what it means to be in this space. I'm just simply winging it and helping something lands. And, you know, so far so good. Here I am today. And I don't know what the future holds, but it's very important to not put a timeline or expectation because you don't know how much you might shortchange yourself, but also you might not realize how much you're overreaching and potentially setting yourself up for disappointment. So uh, hoping that relates with uh, somebody in relation to the journey, either starting or in the middle of your journey, take off a timeline, take, an, take off an expectation, um, you know, set yourself up for some goals, yes, but make sure that when you either reach or don't reach your goals, you jot down, write down, journal, do something to reflect on why or why not so that you can learn from it and be better from it. Because if, if you're going to go through something and you don't learn and get better from it, what's the point of going through it. There's just, there's no point of going through it unless you're going to learn from it and move on. Don't go through that endless cycle. Um, learn, move on and, and take it one day at a time. That's the biggest thing. So uh, hopefully that helps. Um, if there's any future topics uh, that you want to discuss and you want uh, me to chat about, uh, if there's anything, um, it, it's an open forum. The, the, the podcast is an open forum in the sense that if there's a topic you'd like me to discuss or someone you want me to interview, I can do more interviews uh, now that we're back here on the podcast. So let me know. Uh, I want to say a special thank you and an unexpected thank you to those that are supporting the podcast. Through Anchor, you're actually able to do a $0.99, cent, $4.99, or $9.99 subscription monthly, and it just simply helps support the podcast and support everything that we're doing. So uh, I want to say thank you for those that you know, I didn't ask, but ended up setting that up uh, for a monthly subscription. So um, you know who you are and I just want to say thank you. Uh, the next episode is actually going to be me and my wife. Um, it's going to be the Rocky and Dusty Chronicles episode four. Uh, we're going to talk about our time away. We're going to talk about the progression now um, three months into being newly parents and what that looks like. And we're also going to talk about my wife's new page, Rebuilding Rocky. And what she's doing to try to incorporate mom life, exercise, and everything we've got in between. So I want to say thank you for uh, listening into this podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Take care.